Hello, and welcome to this edition of Advice Worth Keeping, KPMG's podcast series in which we interview KPMG leadership and subject matter experts, as well as third-party and client executives and thought leaders on key global business, socioeconomic, and geopolitical market trends and topics. My name is Stan Lapique, the lead market research and thought leadership effort for the KPMG Global Management Consulting Practice, and I'm your host for this podcast series. So I'm pleased to have back with us again here today, Julie Sullivan. Julie is a member of the Canadian firm. She's a partner and she leads the shared services and outsourcing advisory practice. And we brought Julie back here to talk about what she sees as the most interesting and impactful trend for the new year. So, Julie, thanks for taking the time to join us again. And what's exciting on your frontier? A lot, actually. And thanks, Dan. A couple of things that run through my head when I think about this upcoming year. One is I have to look at the stock market and say, With all the volatility, we probably will see the deal side pick up a bit. That has ramifications for organizations, both the acquirer and the acquiree, in terms of their structure and how they do service. That's top of mind, and I think it makes it even more important for organizations to really have their house in order in terms of how they see service being delivered within their organization, be it through internal means, or external means, but have a clarity on how they're performing and where they want to get to. So from that perspective, do you think most organizations have their collective act together, or what would be some advice on making sure they do have their agenda in order for this year? I think very few have total clarity on it because of all the things that are happening with innovation and AI and customer experience and There's just so much going on that one of the first things that I really believe organizations need to have a handle on is the fundamentals. Particularly, I'm talking about corporate services. How well are they doing with the delivering of their services to their organization, whether they're doing it through various structures internally or a hybrid through external parties? Benchmark, like really say, how well are we doing again? leading firms in this area? How well do we deliver finance? How well are we delivering procurement? How well are we delivering HR? What are our strengths? What are our weaknesses? Where do we want to get to? And from that, determine the best operating model to do that. Sometimes we get distracted with the fancy stuff, and it's exciting stuff, the Internet of Things, RPA, AI, but it has to be based and anchored in a service delivery model and a vision for where you want that service delivery to go. So then in terms of some of that fancy stuff that we hear so much about today, and certainly if you look at what's in the market around top trends for this coming year, it's all about what you just said, Internet of Things, mm-hmm. automation, robotics process automation. How impactful do you see that in your client organization? I agree with your point. It needs to be part of a bigger service delivery model. But are we getting a little ahead of ourselves with the hype, or or is the hype really the reality for 2019? I think the hype is where people want to be. And it sounds great to your shareholders and to your employees. Hey, we're building innovation here, and we're testing this out. But my fear is that it's not going to deliver the 
return on investment unless it's structured. I think we have to be there, and I think they're exciting, but it has to be done in a way that will produce the results that you need, and it has to be done within a framework, which sounds kind of contrary to innovation. But there has to be some kind of system around it, or you end up with maybe little wins here and there, but not that big scale change that organizations are looking for. Do you think then that the clients you're dealing with have realistic expectations around their ROI or is there perhaps some level setting that needs to be done? I think they have hope and they have fear at the same time. Hope that it will drive change in performance, but fear that we're spending a lot of money. And I am seeing some of the clients ask some really good questions about the investments that they're making in technology and asking themselves and their advisors and their service providers, are we getting the value? Let's start looking at some data and some hard numbers that show where we are versus where we want to be. And I think always facts are important. And it has to be balanced with aspiration. You need both, but we still need facts here. Maybe to shift gears just a bit, when we're talking about intelligent automation, there's obviously a big talent issue. There's a lot of talk in the market about automation is going to eliminate jobs. On the other hand, there's a lot of concern within organizations that in order to take advantage of some of these new technologies, you need different talent. And there's, I think, a lot of aspiration for retraining and reskilling. In some cases, that might be a little bit unrealistic. But where is your perspective at relative to talent, both from the standpoint of what do you do with talent that's automated? Can you retrain it and reskill it? Or is that just unrealistic, but also for the typical organization, where are they going to get the talent they need to take advantage of some of these new technologies? Yeah, and I think it's a great question. I think organizations um, haven't put the effort in on the talent that they need to. I think it's widely known in various industries, there's a challenge both retaining and attracting and then retooling some of the people that you have. I don't think everyone will necessarily transform into the digital age. I think there are other opportunities, but they have to be designed. They have to be developed within organizations. Even when you think about RPA, and I was talking to someone who did a lot in that field, really talented, bright guy, and he was saying to me, you know, I'm bored. So you can get boredom even doing these exciting things because there is a bit of rote to the design that you have to do. So even that talent that you're attracting, you're going to have to think about what's next for them within that field too. That's an excellent point. I do agree with your point that organizations really need to be more realistic about where they're at with their talent, both what they have, what they can reskill, and what they're going to need. So maybe to wrap up, Julie, what would be the parting words of wisdom for organizations out there? So we've talked about talent, we've talked about service delivery models, and the need to have a structure for some of the investments you're making in some of these advanced technologies. But any other parting words of wisdom? I think it really goes back to strategy and vision, too. I mean, this is all anchored in that. Where is your organization going? What does it need to accomplish? How is it going to remain competitive, grow market share, be relevant? And your service delivery models, be it the fundamentals, be it innovation and AI and all these other things, have to align to that. But that clarity of vision is essential to anchor all this stuff. Great point, Julie. As usual, very succinct, very insightful. So thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. It was my pleasure.
And you can find the links to the items we referenced in the show today below the podcast. If you're online, of course, the URL for that is kpmg.com slash US slash podcast. That's a wrap. Thanks for your participation.